can't be stressed enough just how big of the day today is, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to 12-8. Welcome to the Right Wing Vegan Podcast. And welcome to the Safe Harbor Deadline. That really should sound like a wet fart because the Safe Harbor Deadline is kind of arbitrary. It's kind of arbitrary. It is not the end-all be-all. Okay, but there's a lot to discuss. There's a lot going on. And I do expect, regardless of how arbitrary the date is, and it really is because it's not set forth in the Constitution as a drop-dead hard deadline, okay? There are a few of those, but this is not this is not one of them. So I, I want to talk about that, but I also want to talk about kind of what to expect today because today's a big day. We had some really big news drop last night on Tucker Carlson tonight. I want to I want to talk about that. I think it was last night. It might have been the night before. But anyways, it's being talked about very heavily today. I want to talk about some of the legal challenges that still exist, what we can expect today. And I want to talk about the big news. And actually, we're going to kick today's show off talking about the big news. But first and foremost, if you like the show, please subscribe, please comment, do your thing. Uh, You can find this show on any outlet that you can find podcasts, really. Uh, We're available everywhere. Also, starting in January, we're going video. So we're going to do a full video podcast on the YouTubes, maybe on Rumble. I got to figure Rumble out. Rumble's a little complicating. I don't know why. I don't know if it's just because I'm so used to YouTube that anything different is a challenge, but we'll we'll try and figure Rumble out. But we're at least going to be on YouTube until they shut us down. And then the po- the audio version of the podcast will remain available as well. So you will have options for listening to the show, a new option. And you'll get to see my pretty face. It's very pretty. So I, I think I'll be outed as quite the beautiful man when all this is, is said and done. So today, today listen, guys. Today is a very big day, but I want to start with just a huge bombshell. The state of Texas, God bless, can we just start with this? Can we just start by saying, God bless Texas. Texas Texas once again comes through to save the Union. Now listen, I don't live in Texas and I'm quite biased when it comes to my favorite state, because I love the state I live in. However, Texas, like a shiny knight coming in to slay the dragon, might just move up. It might just. I. How can I hate Texas right now? So Texas has sued Michigan, Pennsylvania, Georgia, Wisconsin, and maybe Arizona. I don't know. I'll have to check. But Pennsylvania or Texas has decided to file a Supreme Court lawsuit against these states, claiming it is Pennsylvania, Georgia, Michigan, and Wisconsin, claiming that these states unconstitutionally changed their election laws, which in, in, in turn treats voters unequally, and that is what triggered voting regularity. So what what is what is so big about this lawsuit? Well, first of all, Texas is suing to allow the state legislators to choose the electors. Wow. Also, Texas is allowed to bypass federal court 
because it's suing other states, and that is a provision that allows you to go directly to the Supreme Court. Wow. Also, Texas makes some very good arguments in this case against why some of these changes to state laws are violations of not only their constitution, but of the federal, the United States Constitution, which gives the power to the legislators to, to choose electors. Wow. All of this is a big, big, big news. Take the fact, even, that you have one state who is now suing the other states, claiming injury because their votes don't matter as much. Wow, wow, wow. This is big stuff, guys. This isn't Sidney Powell and Lynn Wood releasing the Kraken. This is not that. This is one state. Of, this is Texas suing other states. We have 50 states. And one of them is now suing the others claiming injury. Wow, wow, wow. I mean, just take that in. I don't want to be one of these super positive, you know, whatever guys, okay? Because I still think Trump's chances are pretty... It's tough. The man has the tallest of mountains to climb. Now, if you look at Trump's actions... This is not a man that thinks he is giving up the office in January. This is a man who very much believes he is staying in office. I mean, the media can report on whatever they want. Trump's just trying to fill his coffers. He wants to start Trump TV. He's going to announce he's running in 2024. That's, that's all well and good. You can report that. But the actions of the man, those would indicate that Trump fully believes he is staying in office. And now, you have this lawsuit. I don't know, man. But ch listen, Trump now has a better chance than he did yesterday, than he did a week ago. That is for sure, because this lawsuit is legit, man. They make some pretty good arguments. Okay, they, they cite Bush v. Gore. Um, I don't know what's going to happen. And then even if the court rules in favor of Texas, even if they take it up and then they rule in favor of Texas, what happens then? So we go into this debate period where the state's trying to decide what kind of electors they're going to send. I just don't know. But but but, but this is big, man. I know I've said that a hundred times, but it's it's true every time I say it. And this isn't the only thing happening today, by the way. Pennsylvania, you have Alito. You know, the 9 a.m. deadline has passed. The The state has filed its its rebuttal argument we very well might get a ruling i think we will from alito from scotus today about pennsylvania pennsylvania could very well be overturned today or could be affirmed i don't know but something is likely going to happen you also have a case in Arizona that is going in front of the Arizona Supreme Court. There's a case in Nevada where their Supreme Court has agreed to hear the case. Big, big things are going to happen today, folks. And you're going to see back and forth from both sides today, big time. I would expect media propaganda to be at an all-time high today. And honestly, after today, even though, again, the safe harbor deadline, you can argue the, the merits of that and the legitimacy of that deadline. It sounds like it's pretty arbitrary from what I'm told. So, but you're still going to get some big, big activity today. So, so keep Twitter up, keep refreshing your feeds, 
And uh, keep keep on keeping on because today's a big day, guys. It's a big day. Now, I want to talk about some other concerning news. And um, China. China. Okay, so Tucker Carlson tonight ran a video where um, I guess there was some conference going on in China. I don't really know the background of it too much, but this individual was speaking who's pretty well-connected, is involved in finance. And he essentially lays out kind of the influence that China has had over this country. He claims that China has allies at the top of our government. He claims that China has influence on Wall Street and Wall Street has influence on politicians. He then makes the claim that, you know, during the Trump era, though, we lost a lot of that, you know, because Trump couldn't be bought. Trump couldn't be swayed. But then he says now that Biden is president, you know, we're back to Wall Street kind of having control and thus China having control over the United States of America. Now, this is all whatever. okay? but China has ordered that video to be taken down in China. So that's very interesting. But also, also, okay, social media, of course, is complying with that because we know that social media, uh, Twitter, they're all arms of big tech. We know that. What's more interesting is more information is now starting to come out about China, including some ties to Eric Swalwell. Now you might go, who is Eric Swalwell? And I don't blame you for that because why would you remember who he is? Eric Swalwell is one of the biggest pushers of Russiagate. He was one of the big, big, big pushers of it. At any chance he had, he would push it, okay? Eric Swalwell is a member of the House Intel uh, Committee. He's a California representative. He ran for president. Remember him? He farted. He was the one who farted on national television during an interview. You remember that? Fartgate? Of course you do. Well, you might not, but you should. You should go look up the video of that. It's actually rather funny. They blamed it on like something moving on a desk or something. It was really funny. Swalwell is a scumbag. We've known Swalwell is a scumbag because he's pushed Russia propaganda. He's pushed the narrative. He continues to. He's made money off of it. But now it turns out that Swalwell developed a relationship with a Chinese spy And that relationship may or may not have been sexual. Actually, it may have been. There's there's claims that that it was a female spy who traded information for sex. And Eric Swalwell was involved. This is big news. This is a direct tie to a politician who pushed Russiagate with China. Now, we knew this. We knew this. Anyone who listens to this show probably already knew China was involved in all that, right? That's not a surprise. There are ties with Joe Biden to China, and and the media wants you to believe that Joe Biden is going to be the next president of the United States. And there are ties there. But think about this. We're now directly connecting China to government officials in this country. And we know they're connected to businesses. Governor Kemp in Georgia. Everybody's been wondering, why is Governor Kemp making the decisions that he's making? Why is he choosing to not stand up and fight for Trump or his own party? He's been bucking Trump at every step, refusing to do audits of the signatures, refusing to push any of this forward, even though in all likelihood, I mean, let's be honest, 
if Kemp continues to push against his own party and his own voters, he's committing political suicide. But he continues to take this stance of standing up against Trump and bucking the system. So does the Secretary of State in Georgia, by the way. And everybody wonders, why? Doug Ducey in Arizona, same thing. Governor of Arizona pretends to be Trump's friend and then bucks, bucks, bucks. And everybody's like, why? What are you guys doing? Don't you realize you're, you're never going to be reelected? I don't think Ducey can. And now we, we may know. Because photos are coming out of Governor Kemp with some high-level individuals from the Chinese government. And apparently there were deals made to bring Chinese businesses to Georgia. Potentials for cutbacks. Ah, the picture becomes a lot clearer. Now, we knew, in all likelihood, if there was election interference, China was probably involved. And I think more is, is going to come out about that. But it's very interesting that now the media, now the media is choosing to report on things that we've known for a long, long time. Trump has been telling us for a long, long time. China has its grip on the United States of America, and it is a lot tighter than we want to believe. And now the mainstream media is starting to report on this stuff. Very interesting. Very interesting. I'm also very curious to see, going back to the, the Texas thing real quick, I'm very curious to see how the mainstream media reports on that. Right now, Breitbart's the only place I see that that is reporting on that, okay? Here's another funny thing. When you do the statistical probabilities on Joe Biden winning the popular vote in the four states of that of that lawsuit because of these uh, bellwethers, right? Which, by the way, Trump won every bellwether. Trump ticked off every bellwether stat that we have, even some of the sillier ones like mask purchases. Trump ticked those off, and yet he still lost. So all of the bellwethers were broken at one time, which is, by the way, one in quadrillion. That's the statistic. Joe Biden did not win this election. And now we know. Now we know. China propagated Russiagate, weaponized it, and used it to get rid of Trump. Now we know. So... We'll see where we go here with that, too, because we know Joe Biden is very, very friendly with China. So I think this election really hinges on the idea of not red versus blue, but America versus China. And that's that's what weighs on this election. That's the, I don't know what will happen to Eric Swalwell. I hope something we knew he was a scumbag. I mean, just look at the guy. You can look at his face and tell he's a scumbag, but he just looks so slimy. He definitely farted, by the way. And now we find out he's tied to Chinese spies. God bless Texas. Ted Cruz has agreed to make oral arguments for, for the Pennsylvania lawsuit. I, I hope those are televised if that happens. I would love to see Ted Cruz in his element, man, because Ted Cruz is... Such a good attorney. You don't even know. You don't even know. Incredibly intelligent, very well spoken. It would be amazing to see Ted Cruz give opening, give oral arguments. 
So again, it's going to be a big day, guys. It's going to be a big day. One other thing I want to touch on. Because I, I do think this is this is big as well. So so obviously now this this happened last week, I think. So so it's not new news, but it's definitely something worth touching on. Nancy Pelosi was doing an interview. I think she was doing one of her press conferences that no one watches. And and in that interview, she had stated that the reason why she's more open to negotiation on the coronavirus stimulus package, which by the way, we still don't have. The American people, small businesses, they still don't have the relief that they need. But she said that the reason why she's more open to it now is because Joe Biden's going to be president. So I want to just take a step back because on its surface, that sounds like something we should know. That's common sense. But I want to just evaluate that statement for one second. What Nancy Pelosi is telling you is that even though you desperately need help, if you own a small business and you've been forced to shut down by the tyrannical leader of your state, and you've been forced to shut down your business, can't afford to keep your employees, and you're struggling to pay your bills, Nancy Pelosi wants you to know that she doesn't care. She doesn't care about you. Now, we knew this, but but I want everyone to know this. Winning against Trump was way more important than your suffering, than your employees' suffering, than your family's suffering. None of that mattered. What mattered was getting that victory over Trump withholding those funds from you, withholding food from your table, because because that W over Trump, that's what really matters. If you thought Nancy Pelosi wasn't the biggest scumbag in American politics before, now that should be abundantly clear. Now people are arguing, oh, but big businesses got PPP loans, and that was a Trump thing. Yeah, maybe. We can talk about that. That should have been handled a lot better. In many cases, I don't know if you could really blame Trump for that as much as you could blame the bureaucrats that are responsible for, for managing that money. Trump just passes the laws. It's the bureaucrats who are in charge of managing the money. But Nancy Pelosi directly is quoted now as saying, I don't care about your suffering. I only cared about beating Trump. So, you take that for what you want. But Nan- that, that's a huge scandal. That should be, There should be hearings over that. That is screwing the American people for your party's benefit. That is disgusting, outrageous, infuriating. So many words. And if I don't see something happen to Eric Swalwell today, I'm going to think that the corrupt... I mean, we know the corruption's deeper than that, right? We know that. We know... Big stuff today, guys. I'm really excited. I I can't wait to see how things play out. Again, keep your Twitter feeds up. Keep Newsmax and OAN on because you can trust those guys. They're going to give you the news straight up. NTD, it's another good one. The Epic Times, keep all that up. They're going to give you the updates, and uh, and we're going to see where things go today. But it's going to be a big day no matter what. And... uh, Wow, with Eric Swalwell. Wow, wow, wow. Again, I don't know what's going to happen, but something needs to happen with that. Anyways, we're going to cut it short today, guys. I want to thank you for listening. It's a big day. I need to get myself back into Twitter and back into the news so that we can talk tomorrow about the fallout. A lot of fallout today, so let's talk about that tomorrow. Thank you guys for listening so very much. I appreciate it more than you know, and I will talk to you guys again tomorrow.